Hello everybody, once again, welcome back to the Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. I'm here once again with David Thomas. Hi everybody, how are you all going? Uh, David and I, oh God, geez, got a bit of a story to tell. We did, um, we did this podcast already, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yesterday, and... The battery died, and it was only after about 20 minutes that I looked at, oh, wow, it stopped recording. And he broke my second pen, and so I... <laughs> I've given him some pens to play with now. <laughs> I'm a fiddler when I uh, I have to twirl something in my hand as we speak. But uh, So we're trying to do it again, recapture some of the same vibe that was going on yesterday. It was a good podcast. It was good. You guys <laughs> miss out. David and I are the only people who ever know about it. Um. What we did yesterday, we were actually going to talk about exactly where we are in our journey on the spiritual warfare, sort of the book and simultaneous podcast that we're doing. We're up to chapter two. This is part two of chapter two, but now... There are five sections in part two. Yeah, David wants to extend part two to five sections. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be doing a summary of the five sections of part two of chapter two, which we'll be making a lot clearer in the naming Yes. From yes. now on of yeah. our podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Effectively, training and recruitment is is absolutely crucial in 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 going into battle. Mm. Um I cannot I cannot emphasize these two points part one of chapter two and part this one now we're dealing with I cannot emphasize them enough. Yeah. You know, if you want to be a successful spiritual warrior, if you want to be a successful disciple of Jesus Christ, you need to know and understand your relationship with God. That was, we did that with last week and we'll probably spend quite a little bit of, uh, quite a lot of our conclusion dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. We we will touch on that again because we only did one part of that. Yeah. yeah, Substantially. We'll end off, we'll wrap it off with going back into the throne room, going back into God, going back into the cleft of the rock and saying that's where you fight from. Sounds Sounds good. Now, what I said to you ages ago, I gave you the quote of Sun Tzu where he, he quotes, know yourself, know, know your enemy, and you will not have to worry about the outcome of a battle. Or if you know yourself and don't know your enemy, effectively, he says, you've got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Don't know yourself, don't know your enemy, you're going to lose every battle. Yep, definitely. Now, if we get to this stage of spiritual warfare and my adapted uh, quote, know God, know yourself, know your enemy, and you won't have to worry about the outcome of a spiritual battle, if you begin to get to a point where you begin knowing God and knowing yourself, your your percentage of winning increases above 50%. That's my my look, my, my interpretation. Because what is happening is you are beginning to know who you are and who God is. And you're beginning to relate in a powerful way. But you still need to learn the next one, which is the schemes of the devil. Paul says, don't be unaware of the schemes of the devil. Yeah, don't okay? be don't be ignorant there. So what we're going to do in the next five podcasts, which is part two, is we're going to be, today we're going to orientate you to walk into the gates of training. So yeah. we're, going to walk, we're going to walk into the barracks today. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to give you three points today on that orientation. Then in the next four podcasts, we're going to look at um, when your training actually begins, which mm. is important because we need to get a, we need to get a, a, an attitude uh, adjustment or mindset adjustment or we need to get into the right frame of mind in terms of when your training begins yeah the next one would be uh, recruitment God recruited you 
And the method that he used in recruiting you is the method you need to recruit when you start getting uh, mentors next to you or getting people that you are ministering with, colleagues in the ministry, and when you are beginning to mentor yourself. Mm. So recruitment's important. And then the third one is uh, we're going to deal with a little bit of training itself. So it's going to be like, um, welcome to fight school <laughs> and then obviously at the end we're gonna i'm gonna wrap it up and, and 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 i'm hoping when we wrap up to actually do two things one to look at the whole book of ephesians in the light of spiritual warfare in the light of the five factors and in the light of recruitment and training so we're going to go through the book chapter and verse and just say when you read that verse this is what it means this is where i think it fits into the moral law or to the leader or to this yeah, or right. the other and then we'll we'll try and get a biblical example of one of the greats and show you the pattern of their training. Cool. So that's what that's that's where that's this where we're section going. going. This is the section. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, got a lot to cover. Jeez. Yeah. That was the introduction. How long did that take? <laughs> Five minutes time already. Um, we'd like to just and can I just say? <clears throat> yeah. I just want to say like. It is really important just before we begin to have that right mindset when you come into training and also when you're getting trained because this morning I've come in to the office, David's already laughing, this morning I've come into the office with a few questions about where I am in my journey and a few questions about how I um, analyze and think about certain things and <laughs> David's very, uh, you would say you were, you're, you're very hard on me, oh, would you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm not just thinking that it is it's very hard on me and so you know i could walk away from that thinking oh like just you know i've stuffed up but he, he made the point before we started the podcast he made the point he said specifically you're in training this stuff is stuff you're learning okay you haven't made mistakes it's stuff you're getting trained in well you know uh as i said to ben earlier ben you are in training and there's a specific gift mix in ben <laughs> uh, that that we we are busy investigating and looking into, and um, he really we, we I think and he thinks at the moment that he's he's really looking at being an apologist. Yeah. In other words, someone that defends the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so when he comes now 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 <laughs> Ben, if one day one day Ben needs to give you his testimony on the podcast, but he he basically comes from a atheist agnostic background very very yeah hard yeah, and 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 yeah. so what what i'm busy doing with ben is i'm busy bashing <laughs> not literally the, yeah not literally, not, not literally yeah yeah <laughs> the the uh sort of the ph philosophical mesh in his head uh yeah. and i'm replacing it with a biblical viewpoint so it's so so he's looking at life and he's he's learning all the biblical stuff and he's got this lens that's tainted with a lot of the philosophies of yeah. the world and their and, and, and the, the analytical tools. I think it would be more their, their attitude. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like I have a very, yeah, and, I, and it runs me into trouble a lot because I have, and David really put this positive on it. He said, you know, you have a real heart for truth. Yes. You have a real heart for discovering the truth, but sometimes... And, and, and well, no, I what I've got to say is like Ben is such a wonderful guy. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, he's really, he's, he's, he's got a gentle soul, but here's the problem with him, his gentle soul and his ministry. When you speak truth, people are going to hate you Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to oppose you. And yeah. so, so every time he comes and he brings in this little philosophy, I give him a bit of that medicine. You do. <laughs> you do. But because I'm in training... Because you're in training. And because you remind me of that. Yeah. 
and, and don't just say pow 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 it's good like and then we analyze what i said and how it fits in with them so, yeah yeah it's yeah so that's what i just wanted to say guys like be encouraged it's really good to go through training like because i'm stepping out of this and what we did this morning i'm stepping out of this with a new attitude and excitement to go away and think about yeah like maybe my heart needs to shift a little bit in this area you know like it's exciting rather well, than being this this little bit of a talk we had now would basically introduce my third point of the morning and it it, it goes into my next podcast is when you when training begins Mm. Uh, and when when the holy spirit takes you into a training school or when you are sitting under a mentor and 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 he's busy training you and equipping you and calling forth your giftings you know you need to have the right attitude right mentality and when you go in and how etc do you want to talk about how you had um you talked yesterday about your military training yes do you want to talk a bit about that again um i i had to do compulsory military training and um in south africa in south africa and today and since then i have lived to regret my attitude so the attitude that i had when you went in is the attitude that most of the young recruits had and it was an attitude of I've got two years of prison and hell ahead of me. Yeah. I'm counting down every single day. Yeah. And um, man, this 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 could have been the greatest adventure of my life where I get I get taught to use a machine gun. I get taught to use <laughs> a shotgun, handgun. I, I, I was a dog handler in the Air Force. I had these brilliant attack dogs really? that I let loose on people. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and, and what a great time, you know. What a great time I could have had if I had the right attitude. I could have brought so much more. Mm. That period of time was so rich as it is with my bad attitude for what, I'm lear- what I've learned since... It would have been so much more if I had the right attitude yeah. going in and, and, and really sucking it dry of everything. Of everything I could have yeah, learned. Yeah, wow. And this is what it is as well with the school of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit takes you out into the training field, when it takes you out into the training desert, and that's what we'll deal with next week, is 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 get the right attitude so you can ask the right questions. Mm. Okay? That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, really good. I'll just, do you want oh, me to read this from Sanzuna? In a, a, a say, what I want Ben to read is uh, at one of the last podcasts, we asked you to um, oh, think about uh, the, the objective of war. Yes. All right. And the objective of war is invincibility and victory without fighting. So I want Ben to read this just to recap. Yep. <clears throat> so Sanzu says the peak efficiency of knowledge and strategy is to make conflict altogether unnecessary which is what you were talking about invincibility objective then he says there are all grades of martial arts the superior militarist for am i saying foils, that yeah no militarist yep. mil, yeah sorry foils enemies plots the next best is to ruin their alliances next after that is to attack their armed forces and worst is to besiege their cities. Now, when we get into strategy and what strategy to use in warfare once we finish this training, we're going to really analyze those points. There's definitely the steps, isn't there? Yeah, There's definitely yeah. like... So, so if you're going to be... If, 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 if you're going to fulfill the objective of war, the first objective is to actually win without fighting. And what does it say there? The best one, the best the peak, level, the peak of it is... Yeah. Uh, to make conflict altogether unnecessary. Yeah. So, so you can go into a situation and if you know God and his relationship with you, you know yourself and you know the enemy's schemes, you can walk into an ambush and defuse the ambush. 
Yeah. Without fighting, you can walk into a campaign and set people free. If you are really, you know, if you if you've really got it nutted down well, mm. and so that is the objective of war. So the first thing in terms of understanding our training is when we begin to train you. That's the highest level of training we need to we need we need to go towards. Yeah. And so, like for example, you find yourself in a discussion mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the best point is 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 to walk away from that having had a discussion. And, 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 and getting your point over without having a conflict. Yeah. You see? To render conflict unnecessary. Unnecessary. And it's, you know, yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing. Right. The second thing that um, we need to look at uh, is, is, is the aim of war. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, Ben. Yeah. You should remember it from yesterday. <laughs> I do. Yesterday, yesterday he, he asked it. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't yesterday. So I got it ready now. Yeah, because I could even ba- answer it before okay. you ask it. What is the aim of war? The aim of war is treasure. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Before I'm um, denied about. Yeah. 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 Makes me look smart. This right. if we hadn't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is crucial. This is this is absolutely crucial. Why are you fighting? You are fighting for something. So the aim is to get the treasure without having to fight. That's the highest aim. But the objective or the, is, is to get the treasure. I don't want to go into a spiritual battle and 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 have a carry on and have a battle and have all this going on in my life. If there is no spoils, yes. And so, in the training process, what we're going to be what we're going to be teaching is 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 Matthew twelve twenty nine and Luke eleven verse twenty to twenty two. Matthew twelve twenty nine says, and and the Pharisees were having a go at Jesus, and he and he gave them this answer. He says, "How can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his his house." Mm. I like the Luke eleven one a little bit better. Luke goes into a bit more when a strong man fully armed guards his own house his possessions are safe i want to stop at verse 21 and take your mind back to isaiah 61 where it says that we are sent into set people free from bondages set people free from addiction set people free from prisons um you know bring them out etc yep now every bondage every addiction every argument every prison has a god mm-hmm so so effective spiritual warfare means if we want to get the prisoner out we've got to tie up the guard and neutralize his weapons mm. that's spiritual warfare so that's the aim of war is to make fighting that god as easy as possible so you fight from christ yeah and the objective is the prisoner yeah so paul hints at it and says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness. Right. So here it says in verse 22, when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Yeah, so he's not, Jesus is not just saying, you know, there's a strong man's house, <laughs> tie up the strong man, and then go about your day. Don't just tie up demons. There's got to be a reason that you're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. We're not we're not here to run after demons behind every bush. We're not here to find a demon behind every flat tire. As, as far as I'm concerned, that's nonsense. Mm. I'm here according to Matthew 28. I'm here to disciple the nations. Mm. That is my job. My primary job is to equip others to disciple the nations, to do the work of, work of Christ. 
And so I'm here to train you mm. to go and disciple the nations while I, as an individual, am also discipling the nations. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so in my understanding, in going in and speaking to someone that's unsaved, I always know that that person is in an Isaiah 61 situation because if they are not in the kingdom of God, they're in the kingdom of darkness. Yes. And so there is a prison, prison guard there. There is a bondage there. There is a, there's distractions there. There's all kinds of manner of things going on in that person's life. And so what I have to do when I get trained, I need to get trained in how to deal with the distractions, the bondages, the prison doors, the prison guards. I need to be able to go in and analyze it and separate them from the, from the prisoner, mm. neutralize them. And get the prisoner. And so the highest form of that is to do it without fighting. To walk into that prison and just pick up the yeah. prisoner and walk out. In, I wish I could do it all the time. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Invincibility would be quite it, nice. There's times when it has to go down to a siege. Yeah. A blow for blow. Mm. You, know? I, I, I go, I, you know? I go so far as even to say this. Um, <clears throat> as a Christian, and this is me personally, so if you don't like what I have to say, please just disregard it. It's quite all right. If you have a relationship with someone that is unsaved, mm. all right, if you have a friendship, a friendship, and you are enjoying that friendship with that person that is unsaved, and, 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 and the relationship exists between the two of you, and the primary reason for that relationship is just on a friendship basis, I have a problem with you and with that. Because for me, if I'm dealing with anyone in the world, in the back of my mind, that person in the world is headed for hellfire. All right? They, they are, are going to yes. end they're going to spend an eternity in the lake of fire and their first appointment with God is the white throne judgment. All right? And I have the message of life to give to that person to prevent them from getting to the white throne judgment. And so no matter what I do, if I'm in a relationship with that person and I'm not and and my primary motive is not to lead that person to Jesus and disciple that person i'm i'm dishonoring my call and i'm giving that person a disservice yeah that's me that's me that's well i mean that's just a very sobering thought isn't it yeah it's it to actually think about the weight of the call to go and disciple people yeah it's 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 massive yeah well, um, for, for me, when I look at it as an individual, I personally have an individual responsibility to Matthew 28 and I have a corporate responsibility to Matthew 28. So, so as an individual, I need to be on the hunt always for where I can spread the word of God. And then I need to be specifically targeted at who I need to spread that word with. So there's a specific target in mind. Mm. That's the one I'm going for. But I'm aware that I have the ability to wherever in season and out of season minister. Mm. So I'm looking for those opportunities. Then corporately, that means as a body, you and I, you and I together have a responsibility as a church to go out and impact our society. Yes. And so that's how that's how I look at it. Uh, very simplistic, but that's that's where I look at it. Um, can can you just and I think we talked a bit about it yesterday as well. But can you just talk a bit about sort of the difference between, I guess, picking your battles, and then uh, being passive. So there's a lot of you know a lot of the time we we probably can't save every single person 
that we have friendships with. Some of them won't listen. Some of them will try for 20 years. We'll pray for them. But because they have free will, because they turn aside all the time, we won't get them. We can exhaust ourselves. You know, we can't find rest as we talked about because we're so going after that one person. Maybe we're missing other people on the periphery. So could you speak to how that works? Like, how do you... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Have you got 100 hours of podcasting? Yeah, not 100 hours, maybe. That that is that is a difficult that is a difficult one. Uh, that's a difficult one to call. When 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 do you move off to the next person? Uh, yeah, geez, isn't it? That, that's that's a really hard one. Um, I guess it would go back into uh, at least a little bit into what you were saying. No, God. The thing is, the thing is, what 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 you got to realize is what I see um, as an individual. The people initially that I believe God will lay on your heart are those in your immediate family. You know, those that are closest to you, those that are in friendship relationship to you. And if you are, if you are a true friend and, and, and truly in a relationship with these people, you're never going to let it go. You're going to fight for them till the day you die. Hmm. Um, it's probably the casual encounter the, the ships passing in the night that, that you're going to go into and you're going to just assess whether they're going to be receptive to the word or not mm. and um, whether you're going to invest time. Mm. Because time, you will, you will answer to God for your time spent on earth. Yeah. So you get, he's, he's gonna, you're going to get before the Lord and, you, and, and, and maybe tragically to some Christians, he's going to say, look, you know, I, I gave you so much time and yet you wasted it on this area and I kept calling you to this area what what happened yeah geez. and it's a hard call it's it a hard is call. Hard that's call. why you need to be in the Lord you need to know and have communion with the Lord and, and you need to be listening to the Holy Spirit because ultimately it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict the world of sin so you operate under the anointing of the Holy Spirit mm. in terms of where to speak when to speak how to speak what to speak etc yeah and, and, and so those people closest to you you keep fighting for them but those people that the Lord leads you to get be led of the Holy Spirit that's yeah. the best answer I can give you it's hard isn't it yeah I guess I just I want to I want to point out you know what it said in I, Jesus said in Matthew I think it was where he says the whole thing about you know how can you save that person you know with a splinter in their eye when you've got a whole plank of ship <laughs> in your own eye and i guess that's what we're going back into what we're doing now which is training, training right yeah. jesus is saying there we'll be dealing with that but I'll be, training. That, that, that's a good point for my for my third point but just before i go to my third point i was gonna give you a last thought in in, in this one is if you go and read um the vine and the branches story in 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 john 15 probably from verses 1 to 17 if you really study it and meditate on that passage of scripture, basically it's going to, a lot of it's going to talk to you about your relationship with the Father. That's what we dealt with last week. And so you're looking at verses 1 to 8 that will talk to that. Um, a couple of verses in 9 to 17 talk to what we're discussing now in terms of, of friendship because the Lord says in verse 12, my command is this. So he's talking about you uh, being in a relationship to, with, with him vine and branches and he says now now that you're in a relationship with me now that you're in with with the father and i and you're one with us you you, you linked with us as a vine and branches this is my command mm. to you love one another then he goes on and he and, and he defines what it is greater love as 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 no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend yeah more often than not we think okay that's if we die so soldiers do that yes they do a literal laying down of the yes. life yeah 
But what about going the extra mile mm. um, where, where, where you have to just sacrifice a little bit more of your, your pleasure time or your own time or your personal time just to do a little bit of this to, you know, I, I believe that could also yeah. be talking to that in terms of when you are relating to someone, this is your friend. Yeah. This is someone that's unsaved. This is someone that's going to end up in the lake of fire for an eternity. And you have the message of life. <laughs> you can right? save them. Are you prepared to lay down your life? Are you prepared to face the embarrassment? Are you prepared to mm. face the rejection and the humiliation if that person rejects you and rejects the message? Are you prepared to kill the flesh of embarrassment and just lay down your life and just put yourself out there and get into this person's life so that you can effectively share the gospel? Are you prepared even to lay down your friendship yeah. with that person? Yeah. I think we've, like you've said that to me before. Like Sometimes... If a person is in sin and just, you know, you will like, will have mm. to just say, I have to tell you the truth. I cannot mm. be your friend anymore mm. if you keep going like this. Yeah. And that's a huge sacrifice. And this is what we're going to be learning in training. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My, my third point is, is I'd like to uh, just remind you guys of the, the six pictures. What kind of soldier are you? Ah, yes, of course. Right, so we, so we got the six pictures, but now, now what I want to do is I want to start shaping that picture in your mind. So I ended off last time with telling you, okay, you've got these six pictures. You've got the boy, you've got the berserker, you've got the mercenary, you've got the uh, Athenian soldier, you've got the spiritual war, you've got the, um, the, the deformed soldier and yep. you've got the, uh, the Spartan warrior. Now, uh, yes. very quickly, I have to rush. Eh? All right. When you come into God's kingdom, you become the boy. Yep. All right. Now, instantaneously, you are in right, right relationship with the Lord. Yet you have to begin to work out your salvation in fear and trembling. Mm. And so from the boy, as you begin to grow in the Lord, depending on your environment, your church environment, what they're teaching you, depending on who's mentoring you, depending on your attitude uh, and all that kind of stuff, you begin to move between being the boy to the Spartan warrior. And there are five paths or a mixture of five paths that you take. And those are the five pictures of the soldiers that you develop into. And some of the issues in training, in the training ground that we're going to be dealing with are dealing with what happens when you become a railer instead of a Spartan warrior, a warrior, a disciple of the Lord Jesus mm. Christ. What happens if you become an Athenian? The things in your life that need to be dealt with. And oftentimes what happens in people's training ground, the Lord goes after these issues. And because we don't have the right attitude, we ask the wrong questions. So here's the two pictures I want you to have in your mind. First picture is this. What soldier are you right now? Okay, the second picture is this. What soldier does God have his have in his mind of you right now? Go and meditate right, on that. Yeah. Because then you'll be able to really begin to change your attitude. Right, number mm. one, and you'll begin to understand the training ground you are currently in. Mm. So you'll be you'll be begin to understand the circumstance and situation you're in and what God is doing. And so instead of whining about why God, why God is this happening to me, you'll be able to say, Okay, what are you teaching me, Lord? Who are you revealing yourself to me as Lord? Let me learn this lesson so I can get out of this desert. Yeah, okay. So so along with the homework that we've given these guys over the course of the last three, I think, which is 
to really think about which warrior you are. Now, additional meditation point is yep. to think about or seek the Lord on exactly what he thinks, what he thinks the warrior that you are. Yep. That's cool. All right. All right, cool. Next next week. Next week. <laughs> All right, well, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Just once again, if you'd love to contact us, we'd love to hear your questions and any stories that have come out from this podcast. Just go on over to www.life-house.net and um, there's heaps of ways to contact us there. And I think we've just updated a upcoming events page. It's a bit messy at the moment. It's a bit messy, but the information's roughly there, right? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> in the coming weeks, <laughs> in the coming weeks, check out there because we've got a lot of really cool events that are coming up next year. If you're in Australia, especially Queensland, really cool events for people to come along to. But um, yeah, check out the website and I guess we'll see you next week. Awesome. Have a great week, guys. Thanks very much. Bye.